0: Assalamu salamu welcome to Companions of the Message. So inshallah, in this episode, I wanted to talk about the importance of the Qur'an. And I wanted to start off by mentioning a du'a that we often hear at the masjid um, or, you know, during Ramadan. And the du'a is, Allahumma Jalil quran al-Azima rabi'a Qulubina wa nura Sudurina wa jalaa ahzanina wa humumina. Oh Allah, let the Qur'an be the spring of our hearts, the light of our chests, the remover of our sadness and worries. And it's interesting that the Prophet ﷺ used the word Rabi' in this du'a. So Rabi' has two meanings. The first meaning of the word Rabi' is the passages of water that basically irrigate the land. And so we're basically asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to allow the Qur'an to be the life of our heart. The way that water gives life to land. Oh Allah, allow the Qur'an to give life to my heart. And the second meaning of the word ربيع, raba'a or yatarabba'u, is when you're sitting and you're folding your legs. So this basically implies stability, firmness, you know, when someone is sitting in that way. And so we're asking Allah, oh Allah, make the Qur'an stable and firm in my heart. And the Prophet ﷺ makes this du'a because he understands the consequences of abandoning the Qur'an. So Allah says in Surah Al-Zukhruf in Ayah 36 So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that whoever neglects the Qur'an, whoever abandons the Qur'an, forgets it, decides not to hold on to it, that we will appoint for him a shaytan as his best friend. Meaning that when you abandon the Qur'an, the only path that you're left with is the path of the shaytan. And then Allah says in the next ayah, وَإِنَّهُمْ لَيَصُدُّونَهُمْ عَنِ السَّبِيلِ And the shaytan will continue to misguide this person that has abandoned the Qur'an. So not only will the shaytan become this person's best friend, but he will continuously misguide the person. وَيَحْسَبُونَ أَنَّهُمْ مُهْتَدُونَ And those same people who are being misguided, they assume that they're in a state of guidance. They assume that they're actually being guided. And subhanAllah, that is literally the worst state to be in, right? To be misguided and to assume that you are on the right path. And then the next ayah, حَتَّى إِذَا جَاءَنَا قَالَ يَا لَيْتَ بَيْنِي وَبَيْنَكَ بُعْدَ الْمَشْرِقَيْنِ فَبِئْسَ الْقَرِينَ So this person who has abandoned the Quran will stand on the Day of Judgment. And we'll see who has been misguiding them this entire time. They'll see this, this, this shaitan that has taken them as a companion, that has been leading them astray this entire time. And they'll say, what a terrible person you are. What a terrible companion. And they'll be so full of regret to have known that them neglecting the Qur'an resulted in them being so close to a shaitan who has been leading them astray. And so your relationship with the Qur'an simply begins with you literally just opening it and reading a page. You don't have to set unrealistic expectations for yourself. You need to just tell yourself, I will not go to sleep until I have read a single page of the Qur'an. Because if you're not waking up every morning and intending to read at least one page of the Qur'an a day, You're taking the shaytan as a friend. And what does it exactly mean to take the shaytan as a friend? It means that the shaytan will basically distract you from the remembrance of Allah as much as he possibly can. The thought of anything that brings you closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will just become a distant thought. And what does that bring forth? Being away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, being away from the Qur'an results in many things. It results in sadness, laziness, anger, anxiousness, you know, feelings of unworthiness. It's just a bunch of terrible consequences. The Qur'an, this, this book that we have in our home, can take you to the highest level of Jannah, but can also take you to the lowest pits of Jahannam. So the Prophet Wasallam, he says, That the Qur'an is either one of two things. It can be a witness for you, or it can be a witness against you. The one thing that the Prophet ﷺ will complain to Allah on the Day of Judgment about is the fact that his people have abandoned the Qur'an. وَقَالَ الرَّسُولُ يَا ربي إِنَّ قوم هذا الْقُرْآنَ مَهْجُورًا Oh Allah, my people have completely abandoned the Qur'an. And Ibn Al-Qayyim actually mentions five ways that people have neglected the Qur'an. And so we're going to mention those five ways inshallah and we're going to work on those five things that he's mentioned to make sure that we're not amongst the people that the Prophet ﷺ is crying to Allah subhanahu ta'ala about. So the first way that the Qur'an has been abandoned is that people have neglected its recitation. So this is the first relationship that you can have with the Qur'an, just reading it. Even if you don't understand what you're reading, even if it takes you an hour to get through one page, you are putting that effort to simply reading the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Just read whatever you can read from the Quran, and it's interesting because in this ayah, Allah is addressing people who are sick, people who are traveling, or people who are doing jihad, and He's He's talking to them, and He's saying, "I know that you might be in these circumstances, but just read what you can from the Quran." So imagine you and I, not in any of those circumstances, not not being sick, not traveling, not doing jihad. How much Quran are we reading? So that's the first relationship that you want to build, trying to find some time to read whatever you can from the Qur'an every single day. The second uh, way that people have neglected the Qur'an is neglecting listening to the Qur'an. The Prophet he calls one of the Sahaba and he says Ibn Mas'ud اِقْرَأْ عَلَيْهِ Oh Ibn Mas'ud, read some words of the Qur'an. And Ibn Mas'ud responds to the Prophet and he says كَيْفَ أَقْرَأُ عَلَيْكَ وَعَلَيْكَ أُنزِلُ Like how am I gonna read to you Ya Rasulullah when the Qur'an has been sent down to you? And the Prophet responds اِقْرَأْ فَإِ it says Ibn Mas'ud just read because I, I desire I wish to hear it from someone besides myself and that's actually a sunnah of the Prophet just listening to the recitation of the Quran and so if you have that free time whether you're cleaning whether you're studying whether you're in your car get used to listening to the recitation of the Quran okay so the third way that the Quran has been neglected is abandoning the advice of the Quran so being in situations and not looking for answers in the Quran so whenever you're in a situation or you're Struggling with something The first thing that you think of is Who can I talk to to give me advice, right? Let me talk to my mom Let me talk to my therapist Let me talk to my friend Whoever it is And Ibn Al-Qayyim is saying here That you should be looking for advice in the Quran. Alongside all the other advice that you're receiving from people, you should also seek advice from Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala and from the Quran. The solutions to your problems are literally within the Quran. The Quran is a divine book, right? And with that is divine solution. So the fourth way that the Quran has been neglected is people not seeking treatment from the Quran. So, the Quran has within it shifa. It has, it has treatment for you, physical and spiritual treatment. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, We send down the Quran as a healing and a mercy for the believers. The Quran has the ability to cure you if you make that intention. And so, that's the fourth way. And then, the fifth way that the Quran has been neglected is abandoning the reflection of the Quran. The Quran's literal purpose is for you to reflect and ponder upon its ayat. In Surah Muhammad, ayah 24, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala addresses the hypocrites and he says, Do they not reflect on the Qur'an or are there locks upon their hearts? Imagine that Allah is telling the hypocrites, ponder upon my book. So imagine us, imagine me and you practicing Muslims, we believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we believe in his messenger, and we're not reflecting on the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And so if you're sitting here thinking, oh my god, I don't read enough Qur'an, or I don't read Qur'an at all, where do I start? Well, you start with the Qur'an, basically, right? So you just open up the Qur'an, you tell yourself, I will read this much of the Qur'an. It could be even a half a page and you try to stick with that. You try to be consistent with that. And then every single day, you can increase that amount, right? So you can go from half a page to a page to two pages and so on and so forth, inshaAllah. I hope that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allows us to develop the relationships that we want to have with the Quran. And I'm going to end off with the dua that I mentioned in the beginning of this episode. Oh Allah, let the Quran be the spring of our hearts, the light of our chests, the remover of our sadness and worries. I hope you guys benefited, and I'll see you in the next episode, inshallah. As alaykum.